and we have with us uh, Mayor Harvey from Delta. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing very well, and thank you for the opportunity to speak. So we have a lot of South Asians who live in the city of Delta, one of the most beautiful cities. One thing that I would like to mention about Delta, the when you when you are on Highway 99 and you want to take the exit for Delta. the way delta has been written uh, it is beautiful one gets the idea that many many moons ago it must have been a great farmland yes it was and fortunately with the agricultural land reserve we uh, we still have great farmland left and it is precious and food security is so important very proud of our agricultural properties and the farmers and and so you should be because i think delta is one of the uh, other um, cities like richmond that has got uh, uh, agricultural land reserve in place and will not be taken away that that's the plan and i certainly will never support our agricultural land uh, being taken away so let's just talk a little bit about you uh, mayor harvey um where were you born I was born in the city of Vancouver many many years ago. I uh, <laughs> moved to Burnaby when I was uh, about a grade 2 and grew up in Burnaby and actually started my uh, long career in public service in Burnaby as an environmental health officer. And then I progressed through Burnaby in a variety of positions including the last 10 years as their deputy city manager. And then in 2001 I, I was uh, living in Delta since 1975 in Twaston area Boundary Bay. Yes. And in 2001 I made the uh, move uh, to come from a good job in Burnaby where I had great experience uh, to Delta as their city manager. And in 2017 I resigned in order that I could run for mayor. I felt that there is uh, the way the city was being in the direction the city was moving and as a city manager you've got to take direction from council and make sure everything gets done. But I wanted to make a difference by running for mayor and fortunately I was successful and just was reelected just a, a few months ago. Well congratulations on that and uh, my hope that we see you as a mayor of this city for many many more moons to come. Well thank you. You know the uh, the most the most important thing for me was the fact that Delta is 143 years old. Wow. We've never had person of color ever on council. Yes. And when you people ask me why is because the people that were the power brokers at the time they didn't want to have a person of color. Mm. And uh, that was that I wanted to make and I'm so happy that this election we have for the first time ever two people representing the South Asian community two people of color yes. but they didn't get elected just because of their color yes. they got elected because they were the very best people available well said well said beautiful now delta um has a huge south asian population because delta uh, borders surrey as well do you have you noticed that over the years number one farming was the main profession for the south asian community and then construction yes i uh, noticed uh, over uh, since i lived here in 75 it's been a, a very pronounced change uh We have more, far more professionals from the South Asian community now that are so important for the for Delta. Uh, we have developers in the South Asian from the South Asian community that are doing phenomenal work for us in you know providing the much needed more housing. We need so much more housing in the South Asian community. Professional people are right there and building very good product. When we uh, talk about the uh, low mainland, uh, Delta is included in it and when we do the weather report for uh, low mainland everything is included i don't think delta comes in fraser valley does it no no we're not the fraser valley that's a separate regional district and you should know also that 2 weeks ago i was 
voted as the chair of all of Metro Vancouver. So that's the other hat I'm wearing now is the chair of Metro Vancouver as well as being the mayor. Uh, but being the chair of Metro Vancouver allows me to promote the city of Delta, the city I love, uh, much more. And so I'm really looking forward to be to serving. I'm actually at the Metro Vancouver offices now in my office here uh, working on Metro Vancouver different, uh, uh, projects. So I'm looking much really forward to ensuring that Delta residents and people south of the Fraser uh, have a voice at Metro Vancouver. Very well said, because I think um, our our city, um, and when I say city, and I am including GVRD, was not meant to be um, more than a million people. We are busting at our seams at three million people, and I think counting. When we talk about transportation, uh, we talk about uh, buses and uh, SkyTrain, we are not as beautifully laid out as Toronto is, for example, or London, England. Um, are we trying to get there by any chance? That's a very good point. And uh, I've been fortunate to be able to travel to uh, London and other areas and looked at other cities uh, in Amsterdam, Rotterdam, on work issues with the uh, uh, city of Delta over the years. And uh, we need to catch up. And we are in a... Hmm. We have to do that, right? Mayor Brad Webber. Yes. My good friend Brad West was uh, Mayor of Port Coquitlam. He's also now the chair of TransLink for the Mayor's Council. Right. Uh, he's bringing the up. We need to see how we can secure more funding in order that we can do have more buses and we can do the projects that are listed in the in the Mayor's Council's 10-year plan. That's so important. Uh, the, you know, we really need to have public support for improving our transit system. Uh, the other day, the traffic was just extre- extremely bad. I drove from my, my home in South Delta to the Scott Road Station and um, took the, the Expo line to Metro Vancouver offices here in Metro Town, and uh, it was it was a good, it was a pleasant journey. It, it took me an hour, but that hour was was quite relaxing compared mm. to driving through traffic sitting still. So, but we need more connections for people in South Delta and also south of the Fraser. Uh, we have the tunnel situation, which we're trying to get it replaced, but it's only replacing one crossing. I, I, I compare it to a, replacing an old car with a new car. Mm. We need additional. We need additional crossings uh, of the Fraser River, and that's one of my goals as chair here at Metro is to push the fact that we need to not just look at replacing existing infrastructure, but get more, more cross, more crossings. And it may just be a SkyTrain bridge like we have now mm. uh, from connecting the Expo Line over to King George Highway. Those are things that we need to look at. Those are things that I want to do as, in my term as the Mayor of Delta and my term as Chair of Metro Vancouver. Now, when you when you talk about traffic and all that, uh, brings me back to uh, Tuesday, the thirtieth of November, when we had our first snowfall. Um, one of my employees was working the evening shift, so I wanted her to leave early, uh, and she said, "No, I'll get uh, stuck in traffic." So she left Burnaby, and we are a Burnaby radio station. We left Burnaby. Uh, she left Burnaby at nine thirty in the evening and didn't get home, which is. Seventy uh, second and um, I think one thirtieth in Surrey until four thirty in the morning. Uh, I heard uh, it has uh, staff that had to stay overnight in their vehicle at the uh, casino in Queensboro. Wow, uh, that's when they go to the washroom there and things like that. Uh, but this is unacceptable, and I was very concerned. And I wrote letters to the Minister of Transportation. Unfortunately. Minister Fleming's uh, held his role there and his portfolio because he's, he's been very, very good to work with over the years. 
But we need to ensure that Main Road, who is responsible for clearing all the provincial highways, the tunnel, uh, all the bridges, that they have their contract is being followed, or that they, they need to ensure that they have more equipment. In Delta's case, we, when we would service the, uh, up to up to just recently, when we would service North Delta, when that truck was out of salt or sand, it had to come, or even gas for the vehicle, diesel, I should say, when they, they would have to come back all the way to Ladner from North Delta. Mm. It would take a snowplow off the road for over an hour. Mm. So what we we recognize as the storms are getting worse and our population's growing, uh, the last thing I did as the city manager was purchase a new works yard, uh, additional works yard at, uh, in, in the uh, Nordell exchange area. So now that's fully operational. So we have two works yards in Delta serving Tawas and Ladner, or one from Ladner. And we also have the one in North Delta now servicing North Delta. It's now gone from over an hour to about 20 minutes. To so, put that truck back on, back on the grid in North Delta. So those are things as our city, we've been doing, we've actually been buying more equipment too, uh, because these storms, <clears throat> whether it's uh, rain or wind or snow, they're getting more extreme with climate change. And people have to realize that. So we're actually looking at our budget every year to improve. Now, are they, the other cities are doing the same thing, but the big question is, is the province, are they ensuring that the snow uh, response plan that they have is adequate? And that's what I've asked them to look at. So, so let's just dissect that a little bit more, if you don't mind. The city is responsible for the roads that are inside, but the highways are the responsibility of the province? The highways, the bridges, Highway 99, South Fraser Perimeter Road, uh, the, the tunnel, Queensboro, Alex Fraser, 91, they're all the responsibility of the provincial government. So I was um, doing a program and a lot of people were getting really mad that, you know, they couldn't uh, get home in time or some people had to just stay at work and, you know, stay at work uh, and do the, the following day's work and did get to sleep at all. And I was thinking that, you know, we pay property taxes, etc. One of the uh, listeners mentioned that we should withhold our property taxes. And I said, yeah, well, I'm with you. But talking to you right now it's not the property taxes that could be held it's probably the province that is responsible for the highways if the highways were all cleared um, portman bridge was all clean uh, and uh, alex fraser bridge didn't have um, you know sammies all in a t-bone uh, situation people would have been able to get back home well the people i've talked to that were stuck once they actually got through the tunnel in, in South Delta's case, mm. they got home okay. Yes. Uh, they had problems going to North Delta because we had so much traffic all of a sudden coming from every other direction because people were using alternate routes to try to get home. Mm. We had snow stuck for three hours and couldn't get out on the hills. I mean, they were stuck because cars were behind them, cars were before uh, ahead of them. So this all created a huge problem. But if we would have the bridge, the bridges and the tunnel functioning properly, the traffic would have been a lot less in, in sort of for, insofar as the volume. But the other thing, though, is that we need people to understand that these, these storms are coming. This was only the first storm of the season. Mm-hmm. You, need your, you need to equip your cars better, or your vans, or your trucks. You need to ensure that you're not just sitting there spinning. And on Tuesday night, I went out and toured around the South Delta area. Even a little bit of a hill, the people were stuck because they had bald tires. And we have to take responsibilities for ourselves. 
but the main problem that I fo- I'm focusing on as, as the Delta mayor is to ensure that all the crossings of the Fraser, that are responsibility of the province, that they actually have review and ensure that they are properly equipped and they have a proper snow response. We have a snow response that we present to council every year. We, re- we presented to council a day before the storm. Our people were out 48 hours before that storm hit, 48 hours, ensuring that we were grinding the roads, and that's the white powder, that these white lines that you see on the pavement. Right. And our trucks were all out at the same time. So we were prepared, but the failure for this whole, whole, the whole episode was the provincial system. Do all the cities have their own workers that go out and clean the city's streets, or has it been uh, pawned off to a third party? No, the cities have their own forces, and uh, they, they do things extremely well. Uh, and, you know, it's not our first, you know, we've, we've all been around for many, many years. Yes. snow in cities, not our first, our first uh, off time that we faced this, but we have, everybody has a very good system. And uh, we don't need somebody coordinating. I not pass off my responsibility to somebody else in a regional system. We don't need that. We need the province to do their job. We can do ours. They need to do theirs. How can our listeners help in this? I think they should contact their local uh, MLA uh, or write a letter or just stating that the same question. Can our elected provincial people assure us that that main one contract is adequate for the storms that we're facing now? Beautiful. I thank you so very much, Mayor Harvey, for taking time and talking to us. I think it's the first time we've talked. I look forward to talking to you again. Well, I certainly would love to do that. Thank you. Okay, keep in touch and, and uh, all the best for the festive season to yourself and to all your listeners. And the same to you.